0: Welcome to the Creative Curmudgeon, coming to you live from Roadrunner Park in North Phoenix. Today we are joined by my mother, Jill Crone. How are you doing today?
1: Well, I'm really glad to have extra time with my son, as always. We're at the park, and it's a kind of a cloudy day, which is unusual for Phoenix, mm-hmm. and it's in the 70s, so it's a good day for him and I just to have some talk together.
0: Um, yes, yes it is. Um, You crochet, is that true?
1: I got working with yarn and crocheting when I was probably like in sixth grade. A friend of mine was working with yarn, her grandmother taught her. So I've been doing it probably ever since then, off and on. I love to create things, make blankets for new babies or anything in the family. I know my son is stuck with a bunch of blankets and my granddaughter. And through the years, now that she's older, she's a teenager. I just made one recently, not too long ago, for her that she really likes with different aquas and blues and things like that. Um, Jason's aunt was recently put in a nursing home. She's 90 years old and she's not really able to be on her own. But it's nice that she has a place where there's always somebody there for her. But I made her a blanket recently at Christmas time and she just loved it. It's something that she said she can always use and have as kind of a memory of both of us together.
0: Mm-hmm. What uh, What about crocheting really appeals to you?
1: It's relaxing. I. I don't get really fancy it's just some types of different stitches but um, mostly variations of granny squares or granny rectangles if have you just to make the blankets but I make them more for gifts but it's relaxing to me I work on it sometimes during a break at work or when I'm sitting watching TV at home and depending on what's going on like somebody got married and they said they really liked my blankets and i asked what color they like so they made i made them a navy blue one another one i was having problems with my phone one of my co-workers helped me figure out my phone and i said to her what color do you like and she said, all different shades of pink so i'm just finishing now probably i'll finish it today um I'm, a blanket for her, and then she came up to me the other day and said, "You know, my boyfriend would like one too. He likes, you know, blues and dark blue and black." Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of strange that it's like I was making it for her as a gift, and she wants me to make more. Mm-hmm. But I said, "Okay, well, if you pay for the yarn, I'll do it." So I'm not making any money off of it. It's just kind of relaxing for me. Well, sure. So I liked all different colors, depending on who I'm making it for. But somebody I know and they really want one or they're having a rough time. I had, I know a coworker. She got to be a really good friend. And um, when we lost my mom a few years ago, I went to work the next day because there wasn't really anything more I could do. And she, first thing she saw me was she gave me a big hug and she just let me cry. And she sat there and cried with me. And everybody at work was going, what's going on? But they didn't know that we had just lost my mom, your grandmother. Mm -hmm. And so the following Christmas, she's got four kids. And so I made them each. I said, well, pick out colors. So I made them each blankets like for a little Christmas present for the kids. Mm -hmm. And they still have them a couple years later. So they really like that.
0: Um, That's beautiful.
1: I like just creating especially to give to other people.
0: Mm-hmm. My
1: son's co-worker and his wife just had a baby a couple of weeks ago. So I found some yarn that I had. Actually, I've got kind of a stockpile of the blankets now because it's relaxing for me. I like it if I see usual yarn, but this one had pink and white and gray in it. And they said that, she, he just says they had a baby girl and he got kind of got him the job where he's working and he loves being a music teacher.
0: My co-worker got me the job. Was, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm
1: saying. So since this person was that, I, I don't know them that well, but I thought this would be a nice gift for them for the new baby. So, and I know Jason's really close to him and she's the art teacher there and he's one of the music teachers there. So that worked out really great to be able to do something for
0: them. Do you have a favorite color for yourself? For... Uh, I've
1: made so many different blankets I don't know I made years and years ago when we lived in Florida I made a blanket and it took me quite a while to do and it was just like single crochet so like a single stitch and it seemed like it took me like a month to do Mm -hmm. and usually these other ones what I've been doing it's been more like a week every time depending on how big I'm making it Mm mhm and I sent it here to Phoenix. We lived in Florida at the time, for my mom for her birthday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like a kind of a turquoise color. And when my mom passed, my brother brought the blanket to me so I have it on my bed. Because that's a really good remembrance of my mom. Because she, my son and I were really close to her. And that's kind of a remembrance for me. But. If I come up with extra yarn, for example, one of my co-workers said, oh, can you use extra yarn? And she gave me a big tote of yarn. So little by little, I was using that up. I made her, I said, they there a color that you like? And I made her a blanket that way. And some of it was only one or two of them, and it takes maybe five or six to make a decent size. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a challenge sometimes to get the matching colors to make it big enough. But then her um, nephew was having a birthday, and I had made this other one like a rainbow. And so she said, can I pay you for that? Can I have that one? And I'll send it to my nephew. And I said, no, you gave me this big tote of yarn. I'm not going to charge you to make it. So she was really pleased with that. So I enjoy doing things for people, making things for people. All of my siblings have it except my younger brother. He decided he doesn't really like with the holes in it. Like the giant granny square looks like it's just got a little bit of space in between the stitches. And so Well
0: your brother's got it. He's he's a fool for not wanting those blankets.
1: I know my son and my granddaughter who I love more than life itself. They both have taken stuff, and they've given different projects to different friends. For example, one of his friends got married not that long ago. So he picked out, I believe, if I remember right, different shades of green. And he likes Star Trek, so we got an air freshener with a Star Trek. It almost looked like a Star Trek spaceship. Mm-hmm. And I made it bigger with material, stuck stuffed it with cotton, and put it in the center of this thing so they have it like for their bed with the Star Wars. Oh no, I'm sorry, Star Trek thing. Years ago, when my nephew was getting married, he said, "Angel, do you do things with yarn? Do you still do things with yarn? And I said, what color do you like? And we lived in Florida at the time, but he was here in Phoenix. And so he told me the colors he liked, and he wanted but he wanted a Playboy bunny, just kind of as a joke, a Playboy bunny head in the middle. So Very I got classy. so I got pink material. I got an air freshener. It used to be years ago with the air, you know Playboy bunny air freshener, and I made it a copy on the copy machine. Got some material, put yarn in it, and kind of whip stitched it to this blanket. And this is. Many years ago now, I think they were like 20 years old when they got married, and they're in their 40s now. And, and he still has it, and he still loves it. He still uses it all the time. He said. So it's just, I enjoy being creative, but most about giving gifts or giving it to somebody because I find joy in that. Because a lot of people get so happy with that. Oh, I really love that. Would you make me one?
0: So, so just, just to, just to make sure I understand this correctly, he wanted. A Playboy bunny blanket as a wedding gift. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Strange.
1: Strange family member.
0: Um. Actually,
1: I think I did it for his birthday, but it was around the time of his. Oh, okay. But he he wanted it in gray and white, so I was alternating a skein of gray, a skein of white, a skein, and to make it so there was like seven things of yarn with the pink Playboy bunny head in the middle.
0: Is that the weirdest blanket you've made?
1: Probably it was the most challenging because I've never really made one like that before.
0: What's the biggest one you've made?
1: When my son was little, he used to love maps. And he decided he, he was going to have a, a map of this, it was called the Croneland. And he made up the map. And I think he still has a picture of it, if I, if I recall. He's in his 30s now, but he still has a picture of it.
0: picture of the blanket?
1: A picture of the map of Croneland. Yeah. And he said what blankets he wants, you know, what color he likes the flag to be and everything. Yeah, I, so, I, I still
0: have those blankets too. They're in, uh, they're in the hall closet.
1: So I made them, I made one, and it wound up being a lot bigger because each, I made it almost like a flag where it was stripes. It was in the middle of it was like little stars and then it was stripes. But then when I was working, I would work on it before work, after work, you know, on breaks and stuff like that. And I wound up making it and he went to put it on his bed and it was almost twice the size of his bed. So I wound up doing it basically cutting it in half and stitching it kind of a different border for each half. So he wound up having two of them. Mm-hmm. And if I believe, do you remember the colors? I think it was blue and
0: um, turquoise. It was it was red and blue and green.
1: Yeah, it was like a turquoise color. Mm-hmm. And the stars area was the red area, where it was granny squares where the first row was white
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: the other squares around it was red. And that was part of the stripes too so he wound up getting two blankets out of there yeah but the strange thing was it relaxed me i wasn't feeling well for some reason i didn't know why and probably about a month later i got really sick i started swelling up i went to the doctor and the doctor said i was eating too much junk food that i shouldn't be eating so much junk food and i was fine so I, went to, I got another opinion. One of my neighbors was a doctor, and he sent me straight to Jackson Memorial Hospital. He said, go in the emergency room, tell them you're having an appendicitis attack. Long story short, I was there for over 12 hours in the emergency room, and I was diagnosed with uh, Briquette's lymphoma stage four. And that was the start of a journey in the hospital, on the chemo and I didn't realize I was as sick as I was, but it seemed to help me. Even after that, I was in the hospital for a month and it helped me to relax a little bit and to bring yarn with me. I, after that, every for a full week, I had to go off chemo. So I always brought like a suitcase of yarn with me and I was able to make yarn that way. And a couple of the nurses, liked them so much that I gave them some when I was in the hospital because they were the same nurses that always took care of me when I was in the oncology unit Mm -hmm. so that gave me peace too, I mean, I never thought I was that bad even though I found out later that I was pretty, pretty bad stage 5 is the very, very worst and fatal and I was already stage 4 when I came in which I didn't realize but
0: I'm sure that the... um, The crocheting helped. Yeah, because you were, you know, focusing on something. And it wasn't... Like, I'm sure even if you were, like, watching TV, it's easy to just zone out and get in spiral thinking when you're... uh...
1: That, yes. Plus the fact I was concentrating more. I had to get better for my son. Mm -hmm. I couldn't leave my son. He was only 10 years old. And when we moved to Florida we moved from Chicago so his father could go back to school and his father is still in Florida he loves it that much but it didn't wind up working out so it really helped me to focus on Jason and his well-being as well as just being calm enough to sit and crochet that relaxed me and I've made so many blankets since then but It's something I enjoy. Sometimes I get kind of tired because life has given me a bunch of different challenges sometimes, like a bad car accident at one time. So I had broken wrists and things like that. So I have arthritis once in a while, but I still get through it. Sometimes it takes me longer to do a blanket. And sometimes if I'm really working on it, it'll take me probably up to a week to do like a full size or a queen size blanket. Mm -hmm. But it's something I enjoy doing and my son has a he took a whole tote of it home with him i think mm-hmm. and i know he has used it for gifts for friends mm-hmm. and he's going to take the one for his coworker and give it to him probably we'll see him tomorrow right yeah you're back to the out of spring break now and he hasn't seen his coworker or the baby yet so i think that's what he's going to do he picked out a blanket that he's going to give to them for you know a baby present
0: um. Yeah, I would imagine that just, like, being able to, like, going back to, like, how you were focus- focused on getting better to, like, take care of me, but then, like, using the crocheting to, like, help, like, calm down. Like, I'm definitely learning in therapy about just, like, things that are important to do just for oneself so that you're in a good enough mental state so that you can be... Uh, good to those around you, family, friends, what have you, which is common sense. But it seems like that's the case with like crocheting, like that's your that's your zen state, so that you can be. It is. Th- so that you can, uh, you know, have have the have the mental capacity to deal with what you have to deal with.
1: It gives me peace, but also it gives me joy when somebody is really, they seem really happy to receive the gift or whatever. And a couple of times I've gone, so recently one of my coworkers said, you know, do you still do that with yarn? I would really love to have one. And I said, well, okay, if you, I don't know her that well, I said, but if you pay for the yarn, I'll make it for you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I did that. She wanted purple and black. And I'm thinking, how am I gonna do purple and black? Mm -hmm. So basically I did it for her, but in the meantime, she said, okay, well, she'll give me the money for the yarn, and that's been a couple of weeks already, and she hasn't. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gives me a thing like, well, she took advantage of that, but that's, I guess that's just to be expected.
0: <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sorry that you had to deal with that, and it's good that...
1: I mean, it turned out really good. It was, I made it. I was thinking, how am I going to do purple? And then she decided on gray, too. Purple, gray, and black. So the big square in the middle is purple, then gray, then black, then gray, then black, and it wound up being commonly the size of a queen size bed. hmm. So that's things that I enjoy doing. So I guess that's just you know, my thing. Maybe I should have said, "Oh, give me the money and I'll buy the yarn," but I didn't do that.
0: So it, it's what you. It's 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 something that comes you anyway. Right. Just like with with uh with this podcast like you know it's nice to just like have a conversation and so it's 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 its own reward I suppose but I'm sorry that people are screwing you out of money that's that's <laughs>
1: well, no uh, it's just that so that's much no if good. I don't know them sure for me to have to spend like twenty dollars on yarn and of course I try to get it at different places like Michael says yarn sales all the time and um, make them that way uh-huh. so it's just a point of yeah, sometimes I think people are kind of take advantage, like, "Oh, I want that one," mm-hmm. kind of thing.
0: But do you uh, do you have favorite needles?
1: Actually, they have different sizes. With crocheting, it's a hook.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just
1: like one hook. Knitting, there's two hooks. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry that I didn't remember that.
1: No, no, no. But um, you I use kind of they go. You could have really giant ones or you could have real teeny tiny ones. And I usually go in the middle, which is like an H hook or a J hook.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but I think they go all the way up until, I'm not even sure if it's like an M hook or something, where you can use the one crochet hook, but it's huge. It's almost the size of a broomstick, mm-hmm. depending on what you're making. There was a person that she was a coworker that worked in our parents' company when we were growing up in high school. And she always crocheted on break and everything. And she made her son and grandmother, and now her daughter-in-law, this giant crocheted, um, I guess it was kind of a blanket for their bed, but she used a broomstick instead of a hook. Mm-hmm. And it turned out really cool, but it just seemed like it was so big for her to use and to carry it around all the time.
0: Um, do you want to talk about your wreaths at all?
1: Well, I came up with this thing at work. They kept throwing out all this plastic, and I work at a, a store, a retail store, and all the plastic bags, there might be 50 bags just hooked up with one plastic um, piece. Mm -hmm. So I found that a lot of the plastic pieces, they were just throwing them out. And I thought, there's gotta be something I can do. Just on kind of a whim, what can I do instead of just throwing it out and wasting the plastic all the time? Mm -hmm. So I started, I got a thing of yarn, I mean, a thing of the plastic. I got a big thing of wire from Michael's. And I made it almost like a ring of all of these little pieces of plastic. And you can see it and we could put a picture up if you want to see it, but I made 250 of those pieces on one thing of wire. And then I took another thing of wire and kind of looped it through a frame for our wreaths. And that way I could make it you know, some of them, when I see them, some of them, the tops of them are gray or some of them are white. But I make them that way, and I was giving them as presents to more closer to Christmas time, I think. But that way, you could put your own things on it. Like my son took stuff, and he put like Halloween stuff at Halloween time. You could put take that off and put Christmas stuff on, like stickers or whatever. So it's. For Valentine's Day, I finally had enough of the red ones that they had. A, they only had the red bags at Christmas time. I finally had enough of those that I could make one after nine years of working there to make one red. So I had it on our front door, a red one, because it was like a, for Valentine's Day or for the month of February. So a lot of people liked those, and I gave away a bunch of those too, but it, it wasn't a big thing to do. It was just kind of a wire with the plastic, but it made it kind of an interesting wreath, and so many people didn't even realize what it was or what I was doing. So they started collecting them, and to this day they still say, oh, here, I found these, and they'll give me a couple of them. So a couple of times, just about every day that I work there, so I'm able to make more wreaths if I get enough of them to make them bigger enough.
0: Um, yeah, and I thought that it was interesting, just because people waste so much stuff that you were taking something that, like, normally goes to waste there's yeah. there's a kids band and their name escapes me there's a documentary about them but basically they made instruments out of just like found objects
1: see and uh, I think that's great because in this case too it's I thought there's got to be something I can do with all this plastic waste because if you look at the store a lot of the stores they have like a hook at the very top of all of these bags holding them together mm-hmm. and when they're done with that bunch of bags, the little hook part, they just kind of throw away. Mm-hmm. So it goes to waste. So I thought, well, that's a way of recycling it, but it's also like a little extra present to give somebody if they think, oh, that's kind of cool, mm-hmm. that I would say, hey, you want one? You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, Because I enjoyed making things. So I'm trying something new, but mostly making things, it, it seems like to bring joy to other people too, especially for my son and my granddaughter.
0: Um, I, yeah, I just I, I just find it fascinating that just like, like I was saying, just things that like people walk by that don't, and pay no attention to, that you saw it and thought, oh, I could make something out of that. Yeah. Um,
1: well, even like the crocheting, it might not be somebody's thing. They might not like it. I used to make it and put it on my living room couches, and my son's father didn't like stuff like that. So he would just put it away and he didn't want me to have it out. But at the same time, so many other people liked it. So many of our neighbors there, we got to have some really good friends and neighbors close to us in Florida. And that's who Jason and I, it was like Jason and I, the old Helen Reddy song, You and Me Against the World. But and my, sometimes my brother will say something like, oh, you were really close to Jason. You spoiled Jason when he was little, or something, just to make a comment. And it's like, no, it wasn't that. It was Jason and I against the world.
0: Was he was he talking about like why I ended up the way that I did? Is it, is that you? Is that you spoiled me, and that's why I'm such a rotten person now? Is that what it was?
1: <laughs> I don't think he meant it that way. It's just my brother says stuff just to bug me, mm-hmm. you know, because he's a little brother and little brother that's six four but he's 12 years younger than us, than my twin sister and I. So, it's a challenge sometimes with him. He just does stuff, still to this day, as old as we are and as old as he is, just enough to bug his his older sister, you know, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. but my we lost my mom. It'll be seven years in June, and it was really, really hard on me, but I have two sisters and two brothers and she had eight grandchildren, which my son was one of them, and 11 great-grandchildren, which my granddaughter was one of them. So I'm thankful that they both had a lot of time with her and got to know her. And that got me through a lot of it too, because as hard as that was, as close as I was to my mom, she was like a best friend. I could talk to her every day, but at the same time, I would sit and crochet and talk to her. But it was funny because when she passed we had seen my godmother a little bit before that and she really liked the crocheting so i sent her a couple blankets i was working on and my second father said to me what'd you do with those blankets and i said i sent them damn bad dad why he said you didn't give me one Hmm. i said well you've never asked me for one so after that time I turned around and I made a red, white, and blue one because he was an Army vet. And I also made a second one for his bed. So he had those, well, since mom passed, so he had them for probably about five years, Mm
0: -hmm. and then
1: he passed away. So when he passed away, my brother, gave me those two blankets, so I have them set aside. I haven't used them, but I wouldn't have the heart to give them to anybody either. Because mm-hmm. it's a nice remembrance of him. Sure. But it was just kind of funny that he said, well, you never made me one. Right. And I said, well, you never asked me for one.
0: Yeah, what does he expect of you? <laughs> um, what do you want your legacy to be?
1: I was as patient as I could be, as nice as I could be. I tried to do everything that would please other people. And I'm happy with that. And my legacy is that I have the most terrific son that God blessed me with. And he gave me a granddaughter, so I have my girl and my boy. And those are the ones that give me most joy in my whole life. So I'm thankful for that.
0: That's a very nice answer. Is there anything else you want to share?
1: I think I did a lot of talking.
0: <laughs> you did great. Um, I'm glad
1: that we were able to have the time together, you and I, because usually somebody's interrupting or the phone's ringing, or my sister especially, my twin sister has a way of coming in and putting her true cents in or interrupting. So I'm glad that we were able to get away and have some time together and to talk for a
0: while. I think that as as a child, seeing you create stuff was the big catalyst for me wanting to do stuff like play music or write or anything like that just the idea of creating something out of out of nothing um and so thank you for that
1: well one good thing that brings me pleasure i'm i'm so glad because my mother always liked to write and i think maybe you get that from my side of the family Plus, you're always so patient and good, and I'm very blessed and thankful that you've been really patient with me sometimes when I kind of go off where I'm upset about something, and you just let me talk it out and vent it out, so I'm
0: yeah, you thankful got, for that. you got to let people feel their feelings. That's that's what I try to do. I'm not always good at that, but that's what I try to do. Um, Alright, thank you so much. This has been great.
1: Thank you. I hope you everybody has a wonderful day, and God bless you.